Hello, this is Monica Virginia Jones, and my message is going to be spiritually drifting. Spiritually drifting. So, honestly and lately, I really feel as if I've been spiritually drifting, and I've gone through periods where I've spiritually drifted, where I didn't feel as close to the Lord as I had had prior where I don't dream as much and when I do dream my dreams aren't as vivid and I don't hear God speaking as much and that's when I realized that I've gone on autopilot and honestly we all I believe we all experience times where we spiritually drift and we're like just there you know we're just here and we read our word we go to Bible study we do all the things we need to do but when we're home alone and it's that time before bed or that time in the morning where you normally would get up you don't get up you sleeping later or you you know you feel that nudge but you ignore it and there's a danger in spiritual drifting because after a while when you don't get up or wake up and spend that time with God and the nudging becomes less and less and before you know it you're not you're not getting any nudging you're not getting any promptings in your spirit or anything like that you know the word tells us that the lord is with us always even to the end of the age and he is but i i believe that there's going to be times when we don't feel him as strongly as we have felt him and even though i know that christianity or being a believer is not about feelings it it's a wonderful thing to feel the presence of the Lord it is just so breath it can be breathtaking it can be overwhelming and it's just a peaceful feeling so when I find myself spiritually drifting I feel alone and um and just I feel misunderstood a lot to the point that sometimes I just want to withdraw from everybody but I know I can't what I typically do when I feel this way is I, I still make the effort to um, fellowship with my church family, to go to Bible study, to go to um, service when I can, when I'm able to, when I'm not working on Sunday. And not to get in the religious calisthenics, but to put forth that effort to spend time and even apologize to God for not, you know, not spending that time like it was before. Because even though God's a forgiving God, I still apologize to him because I know he wants to spend time with me and I don't always give him that time. Sometimes I'm very irregular with my time. I mean, there's times I've been consistent and then there's times I've been irregular with him and I don't like it. And um, I think 
I, I think this happens because it's just like a relationship. You know, your our relationships go through cycles. Initially, in the beginning, you know, you're you're on fire, and you you always want that that experience and that time. And then after a while, you you kind of you're not as passionate, or you're not as you know. It's it's kind of like you can go throughout the day and not not be not be so like God I need you even though you we know we need him daily but it's kind of like we're getting our own little independent ways and we're just like going along with life and before we know it we're spiritually drifting so I believe you can safeguard yourself and spiritually drifting I believe that like any relationship you have to shake things up you have to spice it up you have to do things different and be spontaneous and I'm talking to me right now um, I'm talking to myself right now because I, I know at times my relationship with God I'm not going to say it's boring but it, it you know when you get too repetitious and too predictable you you can find yourself like not you're like I you know I don't feel like doing that I mean I, and I know people tell you have a set time with God and we should have a time with God but it doesn't always mean we have to always at uh ten o'clock you know get that time with him and read the word I mean you might want to just sing to him or um or just lay in the bed and just think because he knows our thoughts are far off. It's so many different ways that we can spice up that relationship with God because he adores us. He loves us. He wants that quality time, his time. I mean, he doesn't expect us to give him all of his, all of our time, but he does want some of our time. He wants to talk to us and reveal things to us. He wants to show us things in dreams and visions. He wants to download into us things. He, you know, wants to give us pertaining to our lives. And But we can't do that if we're um, caught up in other things or our mind is somewhere else. And I know for me, my mind has been on other things. And... You know, being in my 40s and just dealing with the loneliness factor. And that's really been plaguing my mind, but I, I know it's a trick of the enemy. I know he wants me to focus on what I don't have in my life. And sometimes I, I find myself telling God, you know, if this is going to be a distraction, I don't even want it. Like... I mean, I don't want what I don't have to become an idol because there was a time I used to idolize marriage and idolize covenant, you know, two people being in a in a marriage. I used to idolize people that were married and but I've learned that everybody everybody's uh marriage will be different. And I and I and I can't romanticize because I was romanticizing marriage for a long time, and so 
because I was romanticized in marriage, I had an unrealistic idea of what marriage was and what it consisted of. So now that I know better, I have to safeguard my mind. And, and you know, it's funny because the enemy will put false memories in your head, like things that never happened. And he'll kind of be like, you know, you. it's like he'll just throw darts at your head spiritually, you know, and, and you're just like, you're thinking about stuff and it, some of that stuff be crazy. And you're just like, where is this coming from? And he, he, it's like he's trying to plant a seed to get you to go out further than what you need to because he knows if he gets you distracted and if he gets you out there um, meditating on something for too long, eventually you're going to do it. So I have to talk to God. That's one of the things that keeps me coming to God is, is that because it's been an attack on my mind for weeks now with loneliness. And like I said before, I find myself spiritually drifting. But I know if I drift too far, the enemy is going to have me. And if he had it his way, you know, he he just go ahead and get me out there and take me out. And I, I already know that's what he wants. So I'm not going to comply with what he wants. But getting back to what I was saying before about being spontaneous with our relationship with God, because just like any relationship, if we are doing things according to a routine, it, it can get boring, it can get stale. And we need that relationship with God. We need him to direct our paths. We need him to show us things that we don't know. We just need him just to be there with us. And I mean, he's He's there anyway, but I mean, to the point where it's intimate, like two best friends talking together and the one best friend is going through something and the other best friend is just comforting and encouraging them. And God wants to be that for us. So we have to do things on purpose and be intentional about our relationship with God and not look at it as something to do, but just to look at it as a lifestyle, a necessity. You know, it's in him that we live, move, and have our being, you know. So we can't act as if we're living on our own or we can make it on our own because we can't. There's so many things out here, so many distractions, so many temptations, so many pitfalls out here to try to destroy us. And the enemy wants to destroy us. So that's why we have to be so intentional and not spiritually drift. You know, we have to be aware and alert. And when we find ourselves drifting, because we will from time to time, it's because our mind is on something else that, and we're thinking about stuff that is irrelevant for the moment. I know with me, God has given me ideas that I have not worked on and I procrastinated on it. And God doesn't, one thing about God is he's not going to keep talking to you and showing you stuff if you're not going to 
um, apply what he's showing you or start working on what he's showing you. So I have to ask the Lord for forgiveness for that because I've been, you know, disobedient. That's disobedience. And I've been disobedient. And I feel like that's contributing to my 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 drifting, my spiritual drifting, my feeling as if, you know, I'm like, God, where are you? I'm I'm feeling overwhelmed. And it's because I'm not being I'm not occupying with with what he's giving me. I'm not using my time wisely. I'm not utilizing the ideas he's giving me or anything like that. And I'm just like, God help me, you know, because I know is I have to take um responsibility. I can't blame everything on the devil and say, Oh the devil, oh the devil, no. I have to make a decision that okay, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna start and I believe that if I just start, God will give me the rest. But if I sit up here and my mind is on a thousand other things instead of what's important, then God can't, he can't get me to the next step if I haven't even started. So I have to be intentional. I have to make the decision that, okay, I'm going to start doing, um, researching or writing or what have you and go from there but I have to take control and not be bombarded with the the battle that's going on with my in my mind and not allow strongholds to um come up in my mind because you know the enemy all he all he can do is feed us lies and we have to be wise enough and and just be honest enough with ourselves and say you know what I'm not where I need to be like just now you know I realized that hey I've been dealing with spiritual drifting because I have not been implementing Things that God has given me to do. And it's disobedience. Plain and simple. It's disobedience. Or I, or I do it when I feel like I can do it. Or when I want to do it. Or when it's convenient for me. And a lot of times I find myself wasting time. You know, on YouTube, Facebook, social media outlets. Just wasting time. And then they say, you know, it's time to go to bed and go to work. And... I feel like at this moment now, now that I'm on my vacation for a little while, that that's time to just start doing, start really seriously thinking about my life and and, and what God is really desiring for me to do. It's not really about what I want. I mean, which God does care about what I desire, but I want his desires to become my desires. And I want to be able to implement and obey and do what I'm supposed to do so I can safeguard myself. So I, you know, because when we're in disobedience, you know, if you, if you look at the word disobedience, the word sin is in disobedience and the word die is in disobedience. And so 
when we're disobeying, when we're in disobedience, we're sinning. And we may not physically die, but those ideas that God wants to share or he has shared, it can begin to die because you're not, you know, you end up losing that vision or you, that idea or that, um, that, that innovative, um, just a, a, a new way of doing things is, you know, it, it, it starts crumbling. So spiritual drifting, you got to safeguard, safeguard your thoughts, pay attention to what you're thinking about, pay attention to what's taking your time or what you're spending your time on and what you're, what you're actually doing with your time. Um, think about what you're thinking about. And if it's not a priority, it needs to be set on the back burner. You know, it's time to like pull out the idea or go back to the idea and start working on the idea. And and just be honest with God and ask and say, Lord, forgive me. And, and then make that decision to turn things around and start doing what God has placed in you to do. So he can continue to give us some more because it's, it's a lot of things God desires for us to do for our betterment and even for the kingdom. But we can't do them if we're um, all focused and just distracted by things that are irrelevant or just want to just chill out and watch TV or chill out and be on social media outlets and, and um, you know, just not do anything productive. And, I mean, it's nothing wrong with doing that every once in a while, but when it starts stretching into, like, days and weeks and you're just, like, you come home and the first thing you want to do is just relax and look at TV or movie or whatever, and this is becoming an everyday thing, you're not being productive. So product, you know, not being productive, I feel has a lot, it plays a role in spiritual drifting as well. So we just got to like make that decision that, hey, I'm going to turn things around because we always have the power to turn things around. We're just a decision away from doing better. We we all have those decisions every single day. We have a decision to do something great and something good and something that'll make actually make an impact in somebody else's life, whether we realize it or not. So, and I'm like, wow, you know, all that, all this time I've been wasting, this time where I could have been more productive in creating something that God placed in my heart to do. But nevertheless, that's why we have an advocate with the Father, and we can go to Him and say, Lord, forgive me, and He will, as long as we don't continue to make excuses. But we take, we make the decision to do something about it. And, and not just keep with the same cycle. So that's going to conclude my uh, audio, my segment of spiritually drifting. 
Um, this is Monica Regina Jones signing off. Hope you have a wonderful and great and blessed evening. Bye-bye.